0: Ooh, yeah. The famous Ricky Bobby once said that if you're not first, you're last. And wrestling, that catchphrase really doesn't make any sense. I was just trying to find some fun pop culture reference, and I stumbled upon a phrase from 17 years ago. The opening match of a pay-per-view, especially Wrestlemania, is designed to feed off the hot crowd and set the tone for the next few hours of wrestling. And while some have failed to capture that momentum, we're looking at you, Hercules vs. Haku, Most have given us the chills and excitement of the moment and what's to come later in the night. I'm Rob from Cream of the Crop Wrestling, and this is our list of the top 10 Wrestlemania openers. Embrace the Madness. Number 10, Drew McIntyre vs Bobby Lashley, Wrestlemania 37. I'm going to be honest here, this one is only on the list for emotional reasons. WrestleMania 37 was WWE's first event in front of a live crowd since the COVID-19 pandemic clutched its grips around our world. And the excitement of watching a show without people on monitors and piped-in crowd noise really gave me goosebumps. You can see the emotion on Drew's face when he came out, and it was mirrored in my own home. That match itself was a good standard bout that you'd expect out of these two. Great near falls, and Drew even doing a front flip to the floor on Big Bob. The ending was a distraction from MVP as McIntyre went for the Claymore, allowing Lashley to hook in the Hurt Lock to win the WWE Championship. The match was fine, but the emotion of the returning crowd was something you could never replicate. Number 9. John Cena vs. The Big Show – WrestleMania 20 In 2004, Jonathan Percy Lionel Cena Jr. was busy getting his PhD in a certain lifestyle of a thug. And in doing so, he gained quite a big following, and the signs of the next top star were beginning to blossom. Mix that with the hot Madison Square card and growl, then you know you were in for a fun few minutes. The match was a standard big man beats on little man for about five to six minutes, before little man shows that he has a lot of fortitude to withstand the damage. Cena, not one to shy away from Devious acts, hit the big show with his chain when the ref looked away, and then hoisted the 500 pound monster on his shoulders for a big AA and the victory. It was sweet, it was simple, and it was fun. Do more of that please, WWE. Number 8, Edge vs. Alberto Del Rio, WrestleMania 27. This match is a much better watch when you know the aftermath. Edge has been at the top of his game since 2006, and Del Rio just came off of a Royal Rumble victory and was looking to secure the heavyweight title. Both men were very technically sound, and in your minds this should have been an instant classic. The match itself was above average if we're being honest. There was a lot of good finishing reversals, a lot of near falls and close calls, but then finally we have Edge hitting the spear on Del Rio to secure the victory. Edge and Christian then took bets to Del Rio's limo that he rode out in, and that was a really, really fun spot. But what makes this better is knowing the history of Edge, that he had to retire suddenly for almost nine years due to injury, and he did so the very next week on SmackDown. Number seven. RK-Bro vs. Alpha Academy vs. The Street Profits WrestleMania 38, Night 2 Do you ever just want to watch six men fly around and do non-stop action for 20 minutes? Then this here is the match for you. WrestleMania 38 was a very fun outing by WWE, and having five mid-carders plus a Viper put on such a fun opener really set the tone for the rest of the evening. This match had so many great spots, like Riddle hitting an RKO from the top rope, For doing a plancha over the post, and even, my favorite part, Randy Orton smiling. I cannot emphasize how fun it is to watch a smiling Randy Orton. Number 6, Money in the Bank, WrestleMania 25. There are two Money in the Bank matches that have opened WrestleMania, and both easily could have made this list. But let's not be redundant and pick the one that Rob likes better. With ladder match veterans like Shelton Benjamin, Christian, and Kofi Kingston, this match was already set up for success. Throw in a big red monster, a world's strongest man, and an illegitimate leprechaun, then an instant classic was Among Us. The match did not tell a real deep story, but seeing Shelton Benjamin leap to his death and Christian hitting the unprettier from a ladder bridge, this match did not lack any holy bejesus moments. The match was capped off by CM Punk pulling down the briefcase, becoming the first-ever two-time winner of the Money in the Bank briefcase. Number 5, Eddie Guerrero vs Rey Mysterio, WrestleMania 21. Halloween Havoc 1997, this was not, but still should not be slept on. It's Eddie and Rey, so above average is the worst that these two could ever do with each other. The match was different than most of their encounters, which focused more on reversals from both men without the other gaining a true advantage. Both were the tag champions at the time, so the mindset to have one another one up each other was extremely high. The ending saw Mysterio hitting the 619 go for a springboard Hurricane Rana that was countered into a power bomb. But as Eddie went for the roll up pin, Rey reversed it into a pin of his own to steal the victory. After the match, Rey went for a handshake, and the reluctance of Eddie Guerrero was etched all over his face. The disdain would continue until the summer when the two would face off for the custody battle of Dominic in a ladder match. I have to wonder if Dominic would have stayed out of jail had Eddie been truly his father this whole time. Number four, the Intercontinental Ladder Match, WrestleMania 32. Similar to Money in the Bank, WWE did a multi-man ladder match for the Intercontinental title two years in a row for Mania's 31 and 32. And while both can actually make this list, I again just chose my favorite. If you prefer the one from WrestleMania 31, please let us know down below. The big difference in the two matches lies with two men, and they are Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. While five others were in the ring, the heated rivalry between the two Canadians drove the match into another gear that 31 just didn't quite get to. Stardust wore polka dots to honor his late father Dusty Rhodes and even pulled out a polka dot ladder. Sin Cara had maybe his only positive moment in WWE, with a huge splash from a ladder in the ring onto a Stardust laying on a ladder bridge. Sami Zayn hitting a half-Nelson suplex onto a ladder which was absolutely mental, and in the end, the match looked all but won by The Miz when he was knocked over at the last second to secure a win and a moment for the resident master of woos, Zack Ryder. Let's not mention him losing the title the next night on Raw. Number 3, Daniel Bryan versus Triple H, WrestleMania 30. I'm gonna be real, I forgot how much I love this match. But it really is a special match for both men's careers. Going into WrestleMania 30, The Authority was doing everything to stop Daniel Bryan from getting into the world title picture. But the YES movement would not be denied. If Bryan beat Triple H, he would then be entered into the main event later that night as a triple threat. This was the first and best match of the show of shows and credit to both performers. Instead of a slow cerebral match that we're used to seeing from the King of Kings, Mr. Levesque geared more towards Brian's technical and indie style, and it was a clash of eras that melded beautifully. Despite numerous attempts of interference from Stephanie McMahon, a running knee propelled Brian to the main event, and we all know what happened there. Number 2. Miz vs. Finn Balor vs. Seth Rollins, WrestleMania 34. Didn't expect this one, did you? Go back and watch this match. It's 20 minutes of non-stop action of three excellent workers doing what they do best on the biggest stage. We know what Rollins and Balor can do, but let's give Miz some credit as well, because he's worked so hard to keep up with the modern style, and this is a showcase of him doing just that. So many fun spots to mention. The Falcon Arrow reversed into an inside package that gets transitioned into a skull-crushing finale to a great near-fall. Rollins teasing the buckle bomb that injured Balor at SummerSlam 2016. Miz locking in the figure four, only to be hit with a frog splash from Rollins. The ending, though. This ending. Beautiful. Balor hits the coup de grace on Miz, and the pin was broken up by Rollins hitting the stomp on Balor to turn around and hit another stomp on Miz to end the match. Number 1. Owen Hart vs Bret Hart, WrestleMania 10. Another obvious answer, but it's obvious because it's so good. Owen was the little brother trying to best his big brother at what he does best and big brother trying to put little brother in his place. The story was simple, but the story was great. The two men went nearly 20 minutes and kept it technically sound as Owen was determined to show that he was the better man on his own merits. You have a great superplex spot, a German suplex bridge pin, and amazing reversals that were not common in WWE in 1994. The match ended when Brett was on Owen's shoulders, going for a victory roll, and Owen blocked it, trapping Brett into a pin for the upset. The cherry on top, storytelling-wise, was that Brett ended the night by beating Yokozuna in the main event to win the WWE title, and they went off the air by just showing Owen Hart in the aisleway staring with pure jealousy and anger at his older brother. This, folks, is storytelling at its finest.